Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Hold up. But that's what it is. You always say call a spade a spade. If you don't have the potential, then fuck it. Yeah. Oh shit, I messed up already. Oh shit, so. Oh my god. <laughs> but they know they're not buried material. Exactly. Oh my god. Podcasting is therapy for me. I mean, I really don't do it for no other reason because I just like being honest and telling my truth in hopes that it'll help people be more transparent and honest about what it is they like, what it is they love, what it is they hate. I mean, if we can't be honest with ourselves, then what the fuck are we doing? You are now listening to The Reality Is. We, we, we recording already, I'm sure. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, you know, we do hot mics. I ain't doing no uh, introduction outside of saying I have Najee Ellaby of the Mind Over Matter podcast from D.C. on the line. I also have Jason Gray, co-owner, owner of Zumba, because you switched it from, yeah. what was it before, bro? Nah, it was Cards for the Culture, but it's still Cards for the Culture, though. Zumba is just a platform. Gotcha. So it's like a marketplace and a platform, and then like Cards for the Culture is on there, and then what we're going to do is we're going to start bringing other trivia game brands on this platform, so... Yeah, it's still cost of the culture still exists though. Might as well own the whole shit. Might as That's well. That's what we trying to do. Naj, how we'll you doing, bro? Naj, I'm doing good, man. I can't good. complain, man. Just working hard, man. Yeah, I see. Trying you. to stay busy. I see you on Instagram. You wearing suits. You know what I'm saying? You you brushing the waves. <laughs> I was like, you know. <laughs> so we always trying to waves. Hey Jason, hey Jason. <laughs> That's exactly what I be saying when I see it. I'm like, oh nice. That, nigga, yeah. that caramel man, that caramel yeah. nigga. <laughs> Wait, well, I mean, they've been saying I've been trying to become a sex symbol on, on IG, so I said, shit, I might as well take advantage of it. Might as well can, accept man. it. So, shit, if they, if they gonna take it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, man, like if y'all don't know, if y'all don't know why we, you know. All laugh, and I think all of us have been in a full circle for about the last year um, to a year and a half. You know, Naj, he'll be here this Saturday to do the Mind Over Matter and the Reality Is mashup, doing a live panel event. So we're excited about that. I'm excited to be bringing Naj out. Jason, you know, if you guys have been listening, we did the, um, the Martin Trivia Live events. We, you know, co-signed along with them guys, you know, in their events. So we all been kind of doing our own things, but I want to kind of start off by finding mm-hmm. out what's been going on a little bit with both of you guys, and then we'll dive into the, uh, the topics and the content that we discussed. I want to start with Naj, man. So last year... You've done all these shows. You've been traveling. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You're doing your thing. It's, it's it's a progression. I see it. I'm sure everybody sees it, man. How does it feel to get past your first year of podcasting to kind of now having a name for yourself and to carry that shit on, bro? Because we all know it's easy to get started, but the hard thing is to stay consistent and keep going. So how's that situation been for you? 
that's a fact. It's definitely easy to give up because you know once you feel like you you got a little success under your belt, and then it could be like one or two things that may not go as you planned, and then you can lose all hope. You can be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna just give up." I watched a lot of people give up in this podcasting thing. People that started before me, yeah. and then people started while I was podcasting. They give it about a good 20, 30 episodes in, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they can't really sustain the success. I mean, the thing about me is it's like, I, I never planned on having this much success that I've had with it already. So yeah. the shit that I'm having right now, and this is like icing on the cake. This is nothing that what I expected to happen so fast. I thought this was going to be a, a long-term grind. And it still is a long-term grind, but to have the success that I have to go out and be out in the, at these events. And then I have people come up to me that I don't even know. They come to me, hey, you, you mind over matter, right? You not. It's like, I wasn't getting that before, but it's just like people from all over starting to recognize me now. Um, people actually are hitting me up at a crazy rate, trying to get on the show. And it's just like, it's a blessing, man. I'm very happy. Um, I'm getting a lot of speaking engagements. People are asking me to come out to speak to kids now. So it's, it's dope, man. I'm actually in the process of starting my own nonprofit. Um, I've been going back to the rec center that I grew up at. I grew up in Trinidad. I mean, I grew up in Trinidad, uh, Northeast D.C., and I've been going back to Trinidad Rec, speaking with them a lot, man. And um, the nonprofit is it's going to be catered towards teaching them, like, the other side of sports, the business side of sports, so they don't think that, the only way that you can like truly make it out or the only way that you can only be involved with sports is to be an athlete. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. multiple ways of getting involved with it that can be long, that can create longevity, and make you lots more money than if you were an athlete. So yeah. that's what I've been speaking to the kids about, man. I've been trying to preach to them, you know, different ways of, of just being creative. And because when you talk to these kids, it's like you have to find out what their interests are. So you just can't yeah. preach to them, and that's what I'm learning. You gotta, you gotta actually talk to them, find out what they like, find out what their interests are. Because it's not, and that's what that's what I feel like the mistakes that these teachers are making. They just constantly talking at them instead of talking with them. Yeah. So I'm just trying to change the narrative, man. Help out as much as I can. Get back to my community, man. That's so that's fact. what that's the type of time I'm on, man. That's a fact. So I know I was listening to you talking about, um, you know, talking to the kids outside of sports they don't have to have a ball to be successful jason that's kind of where you come in honestly that's a perfect segue yeah. because you and your brother you know uh tell us a little bit about mm -hmm. what you've been doing in the business that you guys have along with the nba and and uh you know scouting talent and having your agency right so um right now we um like me and my brother we started a sports agency last i want to say february and, um, you know, right now we got three clients. We got Malik Beasley. He plays for the Denver Nuggets. Facts. We got Kendrick Nunn. He's actually, um, he got, he was an undrafted rookie that got signed by the Golden State Warriors. Um, and we got Milton Doyle. He played for the Brooklyn Nets last year. Yeah. So, you know, right now, and, you know, we're working on a few other players, but, um, you know, right now my brother, he's the sports agent. And I work on like the branding and marketing side of the sports agency. So, you know, we're just trying to figure out different ways to, you know, get some skin in the game because, for one, it's not that many black people that sports agents that's actually running the agency. Normally when you see black agents, they're working for somebody else. Yeah. But we're trying to create this own our own narrative as far as showing people that you can create your own stuff, yeah. you can run your own things, and nobody can tell you 
how you do it, when you do, when to do it, and what to do. And you know, we've been doing a lot of a lot of great things. Like we just put on an event um, in Denver for Malik Beasley, uh, um, a, a sports camp. And then what we did was we merged it with eSports, uh, eSports panel. So we were teaching, so we had a panel of people that's in the eSports industry, which is a booming market, yeah. and they were talking to the parents about, you know, how, you know, kind of stop telling the kids, don't play video games when it's really money that you can make playing video games. Yeah. So it's just another educational aspect that goes along with the sports thing. So we did that. We were in Vegas. Uh, we put together this. Um, NBA event for Jalen Brown who plays for the um, oh, yeah, Boston. for the Boston Celtics. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know we really we really out here, man. We always say, man, we look at like how rich Paul, LeBron, and Mavs. Me and my brother, when we talk, we like that's us. Like yeah. we could do that. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We got inspired. Like I'm telling you, this is how it happened. Rick went to All Star Weekend and um last year. Was it last year? Yeah, last year, a year before last, and it was for um, in New Orleans. And he called me, and he was like, man, I'm ready to start this. I just saw this barbershop talk with LeBron, Draymond Green, yeah. all of these people yeah. in a barbershop. And then Rich Paul came in and all of this other stuff, and he was like, man, that could be us. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. man, we need to get this started. I'm just like, whatever you need, let me know. He like, man, I need 20 Gs, and we good. We can get this started. And I'm like, i send it to you tomorrow. Let's go, yeah. and we haven't looked back since. So, you know, with the sports agency, it's really it's really popping right now. And uh, you know, we really my brother, he's really the, the the main one, really moving the strings on it as I'm doing, um, you know, the trivia game business and yeah. everything like that. But, but I, I definitely yeah, and I definitely. Yeah, and I definitely feel like both of you guys, if Naj, Jason, I know me and Jason, we work together, Naj, me and you getting ready to work together. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing also is support. I mean, I know we talk about that a lot, yeah. giving each other shouts out, you know, cross promotion, things of yeah. that nature. And also being able to one, one thing I think is hard with black businesses. A lot of the times it's a lack of professionalism. And I know working with Jason, yeah. like everything, like y'all cards, you say it's going to be delivered. You deliver them on time. Like it's no not to be funny. Yeah. It ain't no LeVar Ball, you know, five weeks before you get nah. your shit. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We really work hard. We work hard on like the logistics of our stuff, the yeah. customer service. Like a lot of people when they see Zumble, what they don't realize is that it's this platform. So what we wanted to do was we if you look at like a lot of these billion dollar businesses, so let's like like Facebook, Apple, not Apple, but I say Google, Uber, Netflix, these are all platforms and marketplace-based businesses that's worth billions of dollars. Exactly. And then I just came up with this concept like, well, you know, with trivia games, since it's like real new, we're going to have to forward think since there's so many games coming into the market. True. And in order for us to monopolize this, we need to build that platform and that marketplace. So that's where the whole idea of Zumble came, came into play. And the ultimate goal is to actually sell this platform. So if we getting these thousands and millions of people on our platform, we yeah. can sell that, but we can keep cards for the culture and keep it on that platform and make money off of it exactly. as we sold the seller platform. So, you know, but it's, it's important to, to keep that customer service, that customer engagement. Like, we are super big on that. It's a customer first base business, yeah. man. You know, that's why we've been able to break through unlike a lot of people. Yeah. So with, with, and with all of us having yeah. a work-life balance to be able to work a nine to five, some of us are full blown entrepreneurs and then some of us are working and, mm -hmm. and doing entrepreneurship. And I'll, I'll start with Nas. 
what do you do to kind of, you know, keep that work-life balance without burning out? I don't know. I know for me, oh, five man. years in the game of podcasting, I, I damn near burn out like every six months at this point. So how do you, what do you do to prevent from a burning out and just keeping this shit fresh for you? It's tough, man. I find myself just dozing over on my laptop every night, man. Sometimes I don't even make it up to my room. Sometimes I just be in the living room just working, and I just pass right out, man. I mean, when I first when I first got into this podcasting game and this entrepreneurial game, um, I didn't have a clue. You know what I'm saying? I just felt like you were supposed to work till you drop. You know what I'm saying? But now, as I'm, I'm getting older, I'm learning that my body can't really maintain staying up for 16 hours or you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's a long time without getting no sleep so now yeah. I, I really I started making to-do lists now you know what I'm saying like I really started just writing everything down things that I want to get down and sometimes when I'm at work I'll block out an hour or two I'll yeah. go into a conference room and I'll just knock out some shit for the podcast and then that cuts down the time when I come home because I got a lot to do I got to come home I got to after the leave the gym I got to fix myself something to eat, and I got to get ready for the next day, you know what I'm saying? So I use my time at work to, to do shit for me. Like, I don't, I don't look at, A true entrepreneur. <laughs> I don't really look at my job as a career because I know that's not something where I want to be in the next 10 years. Yeah. I'm looking at this as a springboard to get me where I want to be. Yeah. No. So I, that's how I look at it. I take time wherever, wherever I can get it at work knock things up for my where I want to be yeah and how do you and for Jason I know for you how do you avoid it because bro like you know I know how you get around and I know you traveling all the time and I know for me I hate living out of fucking suitcase so with you bro how do you right. not get burnt out on engaging with people on social media traveling to these events doing all of this stuff backing your brother doing the marketing like how do you find that time for you man it's, it's challenging but for me, I have like this huge chip on my shoulder. Like I remember what it felt like when people would laugh yeah. and not support and not like the stuff that you do. And I always keep that in the back of my head. Anytime I feel like I'm letting up, I always say, you gotta remember it's somebody else that's gonna try to come take your spot. And I just honestly feel like when it comes to the trivia games as a whole, we don't, we, we up there, we yeah. up there, up there. So. You know, it's just it, it's just making sure that I stay focused and knowing, like, we have to continue to do what we do. We can't let up in no way. So, I mean, it, it, it's tough, but, you know, I, I, I figure out my ways to, to, to maintain and stay focused and just man, continue the journey, man. Like, but it, 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 it's tough. Yeah. It's super tough, but... Like I say, it's just, you know, staying focused. Yeah, I know for And that's me, why I want to piggyback off. Oh, go no, ahead. No, no, you good. Go ahead, no. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I just want to piggyback off of what Jason's saying. It's like when you're working so hard for something, you build something from nothing. It comes it yeah. comes from the mud. You yeah. actually built this and constructed it yourself. Yeah. It, so, it's a little yeah. easier to, to take that, to, you know what I'm saying, to take that extra one or two hours to get something done because you know the feeling that yeah. after it's completed, that feeling that you're going to feel is just like, it's amazing right. you accomplish something you work so hard for. So yeah. it's, it's a little easier to put in them extra hours because you know once it pays off, the feeling's going to be something that, that you can't even count. And that separates the Joes from the pros, man. Yeah. Like, people say they want to do this stuff. <laughs> that's the name of the podcast, Jason. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm telling you, that just separates. Like, you have to be willing to go that extra mile yeah. because a lot of people, they, they have this, this vision of, what they want to do, 
but they really don't want to put in that work. And, well, you know, like, I even when I be telling you, acting, like, I be like, I see you, man. And I be trying to, like, I tell people, like, don't get caught up in these vanity metrics, like, yeah. you know, engagement. And, like, so you just got to put in that work because all it takes is one person to of, of a stature to be like, this is it. And everything changes. It changes overnight. We can't, I don't want, I don't want people, I need, what I want people to understand is that influencer marketing and people saying this is fire, like that's a big thing now. Yeah. Like we live in a world where a lot of people are followers. Like let's just, you know, it is what it is. That's fine. And that's true. if somebody with a, with a, with a major following or a, a group of poor people, if, if they hang on to something that they say, then it could be the difference from you being from, from at point A yeah. to point Z, just from a snap of a finger. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want people to think like we didn't have help along the way. Yeah. Like we've had a lot of people, celebrities, whatever, you know, talk about our stuff, which is why we got to where we got, but it took work to get there. Oh, of course. To be like, I see what you're doing. So, that makes it even yeah, harder, bro. You know, so that makes know, it like, even harder because yeah. when they vouch for you, you got to make sure you come through yep. for everybody else because you own point. Exactly. Because yep. if a famous person speaks about you, it, it like you say, yep. it takes you next level, and then everybody else is, is expecting that same type of treatment that they've you know clearly yep. gotten or whatever, exactly. to, and the product mm-hmm. to where it adds up. So, but yep. I think I think one of the hardest parts yep, for me sir. with managing business and and being have trying to have an entrepreneurial spirit and and working is one of the biggest things I realized, and I think I talked to Jason about this last year, is realizing when I need help. Because a lot of times we, yeah. we are so used to doing the things that we like to do, mm-hmm. and then like Naj said, sometimes we. You know, we know we want to step that extra two hours because this is our baby. And then you, you're leery about yeah. handing that shit over to somebody else because they may not work as diligent as you are and as efficient and effective nope. as you're working. So, oh, man, you speaking. But you, you speaking. got but you got to be able to say, <laughs> but you got to be able to just you got to be able to let it go. And, and it's so crazy to do yeah. this episode. And the reason I was excited about this episode is because. For the listeners, you know, me and Jason, we had our spat last year, you know, and it was so crazy because I think I I listened. I went back and listened to the episode after me and Jason stopped talking for a little bit about the episode. I was like, no, Bobby Mm -hmm. Brown's in the group. And I called it. I was like, it's going to either be me or it's going to be you or it's going to be both of us. But I think the thing that I love about it is because when me and you got back on track, Jason, you know, you talked to me. You was like, bro, we ought to do an episode about a men's. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't know how to Mm -hmm. they don't know how to get into it and then be able to say, even if you have to let some time pass to be able to get your words together or get your mind back on track, which is, you know, what it took for me. And you get your mind back together. And, you, and and like you said, Jason, it ain't like we kicked each other in the head. We had a disagreement. Yeah, we yeah. Were, you know, we were yeah. men. We are men. And we came to each other. I came to yeah. you and you accepted it. And the funny thing about it is when I came yeah. to you, I was nervous as fuck, bro, because I was like, this motherfucker may not even <laughs> accept this shit, my nigga. I was like, then I done had to put myself out here and he may not even accept it. And I tell people all the time. Hey. If you're going to have the guts to apologize, you even though you're saying, yeah. oh, I feel like the bigger man by apologizing, if that person don't accept that shit, yeah. it goes nowhere. Well, yep. And what I think a lot of people got to understand is you got to have self-awareness. True. And one thing that, I mean, you obviously exhibited, and we both exhibited yeah. that we both, we are both alpha males. You know, we have self-awareness, but the key part about this is being flexible yeah. within you know, being this alpha male, like you still have to be able to take a step back yeah. and say, you know what, damn, you know, we could have handled this a different way. Yeah. We could have handled it, handled it better. And like, like you said, when you reached out, man, I was happy. I was like, damn, 
Like, all right, we can get back on track. Yeah. And I remember when we went, when, when everything happened, I remember I called Nas and I was just telling him, like, what kind of happened. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't want you to feel like you in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, I was feel like, you you know, he a good dude, whatever. We just ain't seeing eye to eye right now. But yeah. don't feel like you need to be in the middle of it. You know, because, you know, some people would be like, Man, they jump sides. Yep. You know, yeah, yep. yeah, and try to jump sides. And I just didn't want him to feel like he needed to pick sides, yeah. you know. And that's y'all crazy. Y'all business that y'all yeah. wanted to do. Handle your business. But you like, know what's so you know, crazy, bro? This is how I know me and you are so much alike because I remember when we went to DC, Arteezy was like, Do you think he talked he talked to Naj? And I was like, I'm sure he did. I was like, that's his friend. He knew him before me, you know, he introduced us. But when yeah. I left, I said the thing that I yeah. fuck with about Naj is I know Jason told him because I would have did the same shit. Hey, mm-hmm. work with him. Even when Naj yeah. had me on this show, I spoke yeah. about you, but I didn't I didn't speak down about you. Yeah. I still promoted you on this exactly. show because I was I like, it. Yeah, I was like, We ain't yeah. cool we ain't cool right now, but I can't say I don't see the nigga grind. Yeah. I don't see his hustle and I respect yeah. that shit me, me and you just weren't seeing right. eye to eye and I remember for a long exactly. time man I was telling Artiz I was like I'm over this shit I, w- I want to call this nigga back I miss being on the road I miss us doing the <laughs> shit we was doing you know what I'm saying I was like and it was just yeah. getting to that point where it was about to I feel like plateau so you know and I think yeah. what made it easier is like you said bro like I sensed the excitement when I hit you up that you felt the same way yeah. so it made it easier bro cause we broke could have been on some alpha male bullshit like nah my yeah, nigga yeah. I ain't even with this yeah. shit fuck it but I, I I appreciate you, bro, for for being willing to accept my apology. And Naj, you a young dude, oh, but you got an old soul, bro. Because like I said, I knew he told you, but you still handed that shit like a G, bro. Yeah. And that's the only reason I even yeah. kept fucking with him because I was like, Naj didn't treat me no different, bro. So, yeah. and you know, he told me, me, and we, I was like, man, I'm coming out there. Like, yeah. like ain't nothing even happened. I'm gonna yeah. come support y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't like I said, it ain't like we kick each other in the head yeah. or try to one of each other's girls or something like yeah. we was like all right this what we you know this is what it is he was my guy we had some great times yeah. traveling together you know meeting places whatever the case may be yeah. putting on events together like you can't just throw that shit away no because you, you don't, you don't connect like, with everybody yeah, like that either yeah you don't and i and we got to take that into consideration you know saying that all three of us just were able to connect just instantly like i've met a lot of people yeah. on this road and I don't talk to hardly nobody, you yeah. know, other than y'all like that and maybe and Steven and them. Yeah. But other than that, like, I don't, like, we don't really get out with people like that. So, you yeah. know, it's important that even if we have disagreements that we should be able to call each other and be like, man, you want some bullshit. Yeah. You want some bullshit. But, all right, let's figure it out and move on. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And I think you the know, benefit of the situation, true. And I think the benefit of it happening that way is like, not to be funny, if you get into it again, now mm-hmm. you know you can bring your issues to the person direct and squash the shit sooner. Yep. You know, it took us months, but, exactly. you know, it got done. And, I, bro, it, it was yep. so funny because I remember when we came to D.C., and I, I remember on being uh-huh. on the plane, I was dozing off, my nigga. You can ask Artesia, my, my from <laughs> from my lips to guys ears. I said, I woke up. I said, Jason gonna be there. She's like, huh? I said, it's something in my gut. I said, Jason gonna be there. I said, he's yeah. very supportive. I said, just like I'm supportive, because uh-huh. not to be funny, you got to think about it, bro. That one hour event, we both flew from our respective states to come see Naj. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. and that's why I said, I know you like, man. I woke up. I said, this nigga gonna be there. I said, I don't know how. I, I don't know how I feel right now. I was like, I ain't mad at him no more, but do I stay in my stance of yeah. like, don't speak to the nigga because we had a dispute 
And then it's like you were the bigger right. person and you came over and spoke, as you could tell, which caught me off guard because I was yeah. like, do I shake this nigga hand? Yeah. Like, do I be a bitch? It makes me a yeah. bitch if he extends his hand <laughs> and I don't shake his hand. And yeah, then I knew Artesia was right. gonna follow my lead, and she was kind of like, "You gonna?" I could tell in a corner of my eyes, she was like, "He gonna shake it? He gonna shake it?" Okay. And when as soon as you left, bro, she yeah. was like, "I didn't." She was like, "I didn't even know you had it in." Y'all was like, "What am I supposed to do? Let the nigga just leave his hand out here and don't shake his hand?" Right. <laughs> but that wasn't about us. Oh, exactly. It wasn't. Like, yep. I went into it like it wasn't about us. Exactly. It was about him. And you his know, night. His, whatever he got going on, and I didn't want to come there and create this awkward situation. Yep between you, him, and myself. Yeah. So it was like, when I saw you, I was like, man, I'm going to go shake up. Like I said, you know, we whatever the dispute, it, it could have been worse. So, you yeah. know, it's like the least that we could do is shake up so you know that. Because yeah. I, I figured if we never talked again, we would be in the same room. At some point. You know, at some point in yeah. time. Yeah. And it was just like, let's just kill this right now. So if we didn't talk, if you saw me again, what's up, my guy? Yeah. Like, what's up, what's up? So. Yeah. You know, it, it 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 worked out the way that it worked out, and you know, I'm I'm glad. Oh yeah, that's part of the reason why we're here right now. I already told you, bro. When you get out here, we already said we back at the table. I already told our teams, I was like, let's, let's get the, let's get the knocking this shit back out. Let's get this motherfucking let's money because people waiting on us to take let's the go. money. They've been asking yes, me. They've been like, hey, bro, when y'all doing this? Y'all coming to DC? Same shit let's, it was, bro. And I was like, go. we on hold right now. That's you we know, did. or we would tell people, hey, go check out this, go check out that, yeah. go buy the cards. Yeah. It'll be back soon. I didn't even know if yeah. it was gonna fucking be back i just knew i wanted to no, you know? it's coming back so it's coming back it's and even when back, even when so i saw you in dc and even when i saw you in dc mm-hmm. after we dapped up and i saw you at the back i went to the bathroom i came out and i was like man just go talk to that nigga and squash this shit here but you know it was still yeah. a, it was still an ego thing at that point in time but like you said bro i'm glad i'm glad we all back now Naj, i wanted to talk to you bro because you know we got the event coming up friday and you posed a dope-ass mm-hmm. question to me, which you see the topics on the IG stories today. You posed a question of why we don't ever talk about men who don't have sex with women or make women wait before we have sex with them. And you saw so many women feel like, you know, voice their opinion, like, yeah, no, nah, dude's waiting. But what, what made you come up with that? What made you come up with that question, bro? Because it was just like, I'm, I'm the type of person now, and the older I've gotten, is just like I'm not. I'm sex is sex is amazing. Let me let me just get that out right there. Sex <laughs> is amazing when you have a connection, but it's just like when I have a when I have sex with somebody, I want to be able to like go to sleep comfortably. I don't want to have to like turn over and see this motherfucker lying right next to yeah. me, or I don't have to call my mother and be like, "Ma, can you call me real quick and get me out of <laughs> the like, situation?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm, cause, cause I'm a gentleman at the end of the yeah. day. So I just don't want to just blatantly just ask her like, "All right, what the fuck are you about to do?" Exactly. That's not me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a gentleman. Mother raised me to be respectful. So right now I'm at the point where it's just like, if we can connect mentally, or just like, can we have like good conversation? Or can I be aroused before we even take each other's clothes off? Yeah. If that's not the case, then I'm gonna just hold off. Cause yeah. it's like, I'm done having sex with women that I'm not interested in. Cause it doesn't lead nowhere. Yeah, boy, that should get old too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've been single 10 months now. And, ha, ha, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> this shit, it, bro, this shit is so different. This shit is so different. People, real. And people always talk to me. They be like, you always around your ex, man. You might as well, whatever. And I was like, I need to know I'm doing that for sure. I, I respect her too much to dip back if I'm not coming back. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I, I think dating overall, man, is just, 
it's difficult, but I know for me, I've had several, a lot of women, not just several, but a lot of women try to smash and you, you they want you to fuck within the first week. I've never had a one night stand. Right. I, love, I love my dick too much and it's just too many risks that could happen. Some people be like, oh, you can wear a condom, but not to be funny. Like I told Naj, I was like, we all done yeah. fucked without a rubber a time or two. So, yeah, and depending on yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly, bro. So I was like, I just gotta, I just kind of stay away. I even don't keep condoms on me now. To where when a girl comes over, or if if it's that opportunity, you know, to get it, I'm like, I ain't got no rubbers. And some of them, you'd be surprised the number of girls who are still willing to allow you to slide in the back door. You definitely don't want. It's that. Cool. Hell, it's yeah, cool. you know, it's cool. I, I trust you. You look like a clean. I look clean, bitch. Magic look clean. <laughs> He's a billionaire, but the nigga not clean. So it's just it, it's just difficult, bro, man. And 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 you look at shit, and I I think I look at business and relationships as um, kingdom building. You know, that's what we call it now. All of us are calling it kingdom building where, uh-huh. you know, you got a black man with a black woman and y'all building something together and you don't see that much. And I know, Jason, you got nope. that. And I know it's easy to be like, you know what? Yep. I could do this and I could do that, but you still got it, bro. How hard mm-hmm. is that, too, bro, to have a name for yourself, to be making yep. a name for yourself, and these leech hoes be trying to, they be trying to get what? on, bro, what they see taking off? Look, man, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, like, it's, it's, it's tough. I'm not going to say that it's tough because it's easy, <laughs> but I will say that when now that like, people kind of know, like, who I am and what I do, like, they really be trying, like, they really be, trying to talk to me and really be trying to get to know me and all of this other stuff, man. And, you know, it's just all about having self-control. You know, you got to understand, you know, you got to understand who's going to be there for you or oh, yeah. who was there for you when nobody else Way was. before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, but you got to keep, you got to have people, especially black women. Yeah. Like, that, those are the ones, those are the ones that's going to hold you down, man. And a black woman, or black women in general can make or break your business yeah. or make or break oh, any man. situation that Bruh. you have. You think about it. Hell you yeah. think it, look at your support system. Who is it? Who does it comprise mostly yeah. of? Yeah. It's black. Black. You know but, what I'm saying? And, and then not to be funny, yeah. you don't, you don't ever want to be the one that it looks like you play your black woman to the side and you got on yeah. and you switched it up. Boy, all it takes is one fucking tweet, a meme, and that bitch will catch wildfire. <laughs> Man, I'm telling you, man. Like you, you, you gotta, you gotta be careful. You have to be careful, you know, out here, especially with the age of the internet, man. Yeah, and even yeah. just from a business perspective, the, the the thing that scares me the most is just waking up and somebody putting us on blast or Boy. something, and it just catches yeah. like wildfire. Whatever the case may be, you know. So you have to, you have to be careful. With with this with the internet nowadays. How so. about you, Nas, Nothing man? is sacred no more because of the internet, man. It's just like, I don't even want to, well, fuck it, I'm going to say it. It's just like, <laughs> as soon as I started having a little bit of success, when I when I, broke, when I bought my car, I mean, now I bought my car, when I bought my house, yeah. I put it on IG that day, it was wow. that was a very interesting yeah. day. It was just like, I got so many yeah. DMs that day from just like women that I don't even speak to normally. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah. But the same shit happened to another friend of mine, as soon as he bought his house, it was just like they just started flocking. Like they, there was like a shock in, in water. They smelled blood. Oh, they paying attention. And I ain't saying I'm against. I ain't saying I'm against it, but I'm just like, damn. Like, is that all it takes? <laughs> but, 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 but that's all though, because it's like women want successful hey, men. Man. They so do. 
perception is everything. Like, you know how many times women have come up to me and be like, oh, I seen you hanging out with Charlemagne, or I seen you on this podcast, I yep. saw the video, I'd be like, man, that's crazy, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it's not like something that I actively promote or exactly. anything like that, but that's what, that's what people be on. Like, people will know you and they'll do their research on you, yep. and if they see you popping, like, people will even look at your, look at followers and be like, damn, you know, I was talking to somebody, uh, I was out one day, and this girl was like, you got all these followers on Instagram, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what does that got to do with anything? But, like, that's, that, man. Like that, oh, that's yeah. like but putting that's, up That's empty, a form of success, you know? though. It that's is, man. That's a form of success. Yeah, it is. Followers. And I tell, I tell niggas yeah. all the time, man, don't that's chase corny, women to success. Because when you chase yep. success, you're going to attain that, and then you're going to have your choice of women. You're going to have options. Yep. I always tell niggas, man, yeah. don't be out here chasing women, man, looking weak, man. Just they gonna come after man. you. When, yeah, yep. They gonna come after you when they see you popping. I'm telling you, or if they, or whatever perception they have of you, they're gonna come after you. And you know, it's just whether you got a girl, you gotta know how to manage that. If you don't, and that's man, the worst. That's hey. when they come out the wolf for some reason. It's like damn, it's like a fucking radar Look, going. Hey. Because they want somebody. My, my they want brother. somebody like you, man. <laughs> that's crazy. My brother, my cousin. One of my friends, they and one of my friends, they say like, now that they got their wedding ring, like it's a different ball game. Oh, yeah. It's like women that you didn't even notice or didn't notice you would start talking to you because you got a wedding ring on. Like that shit is crazy. When to you me. get married, like, man, it's, it's like it's fuck it, the pussy them, goes next level, bro. Because they don't, they don't want somebody yep. like you. They want you because somebody like you, you may not yeah. be that. They want you. You already doing it. You already treating somebody. One individual, right? You're yep. showing them the attention. Yep. You're giving them all this shit. Like they want you. That's why they be willing to share. They be like, I'd rather share a good nigga than go try to search for one. So, <laughs> but, I, but, but, yeah, but they really slow. need that though. Yeah. Like, do they really need that though? Because they might say they want they want to share, but once they really get in and them feelings start getting oh, attached, yeah. like they the, want it for the, the playbook change. Yeah. Like they running a whole new offense on you. Oh yeah. You know, so Wildcat. It's like, man, you you get <laughs> yeah, they running a wildcat on you. Literally. That's your perfect the wildcat. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they literally trying to run the wildcat offense on you. Oh yeah, so. bro. That I, I think it's dangerous, man. I wanted to talk about it. We got about ten more minutes left before we I have to get to the next show, but I wanted to ask you guys. How do we even okay. perceive women these days? We can start with Naj, but like, how do we perceive them? Do we perceive them as easy? Do we even see them as a goal anymore? Like, you know, back in the day, we try to obtain this certain type of woman. But like I know Jason said, if you obtain a certain amount of yeah. success, they're going to come to you. If you look successful, yeah. they're going to come to you. Yeah. I know I haven't approached a woman in a long time, bro. A long time. Yeah, I, because they fall in your lap. They, they say, man, out the sky. Raining, like I'm telling no, you, that's a fact. They do what, what Mark's yeah, saying. I'll be turning them down, you, like, bow, 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 bow. Yeah. And I mean, look, if you think about it, and you being on social media, yeah, and you see these women, they'll be talking about all these standards, like, yeah, my man gotta be six five, yeah, 230. Man, I'm telling you, like, I, you know, like, I ain't the big, the most physically imposing guy, but I'm telling you, all of that stuff don't mean nothing, nothing. like, when you. When you seem as respectable, you got something going for yourself. You carry yourself a certain way. The, the, it, it, it's just it's easy yeah. if, you, if if you go on that route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. Man. And women, they 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 just like men that can teach them things as well. Like I be telling dudes, like you got yep. you got to come to the table with something, some type of substance, or something that you can be able to provide to your woman because 
y'all may fall off, but I feel like a woman that that you can teach something to, she always finds a way back to you. She, Whether you that may be last month or a year. Yeah. Well, well, nah, I haven't heard that's a good show. Though. I need to get into it, bro. That's shit. That that's essentially what you're talking about. I mean, it's a, he's with a woman on the show that has it all, got a degree, got a house. He's struggling. He don't even have a job, but he's mentally. Oh, he's like, Lawrence. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But he's mentally deep. <laughs> but see, the lack, the difference between him and yeah. Lawrence is Lawrence, like Naj said, he's teaching her stuff about herself. Yeah. He's teaching her stuff about him. Right, right. Like you know, Lawrence would just right, come yeah. in and he just looked like he was busting on the couch every time she come in. But not <laughs> yeah, this. Dude. Right, yeah, right, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was, bro. At the end of the day, like if you look back at it, like she was on that nigga, but he when he didn't find a job, he was just sitting around the house. And if you like Naj and him said, if you you gotta have you gotta bring something to the table, man. Yeah, got to. Yeah, because I feel like once you got that, man, all it takes is one woman, man, and she can make you feel like you on top of the world. She can make you feel like can nothing get nothing. Can nothing get next to you? But women you have to know how to stroke that ego too, though. That's that's what makes you feel on top of the world—the ability true. for them to stroke an ego. If you can't convince me enough to lay my head in your lap to stroke your fingers through my hair, I don't trust you. You got to make me yeah. want to <laughs> drop that guard and be vulnerable with you. And it's hard for niggas to be vulnerable. So if you got a man out there and he been yeah. vulnerable with you, telling you his fears and shit, and that one time he cried, marry that nigga because we ain't just telling people that shit. Oh man, yeah. man, you speaking today, man. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> but perception is everything. Nah, it's just, real, man. It's definitely real. The power of a good woman, man. Like I, I, don't, I think, I think a lot of dudes underestimate the power of a good woman, man. Like yeah. she can just do yeah. so many things for you. I mean, not even yeah. talking about surface level things like cooking and cleaning and yeah. stuff like that and being oh, domesticated, no. but just empowering you. Like when you tell her your yeah. dreams and she has, she has things that she been wanting to help you out with all along, but yeah. she didn't know how you was feeling about telling her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You start expressing yourself to her. Women have so many ideas, and when they when they in love with a man, all they want to do is just shower think, him with love and help him become the best man he can. Yeah, and foster is I think important. a lot of women, though, a lot of women are looking for somebody that's actually got something going for themselves that they can actually help exactly. them get to that next level. Yeah. Like nothing, I think the most powerful thing that a man can do is empower his woman or empower the women around him. Yeah. And when you empower the women around you, look, man, it's better to work with men than a group of niggas. I'm telling you that now. Like it just is what it is. So like, let's say for instance, we all decide we're going to put together an event. We better off getting a woman to kind of start facilitating the different things that you need to put that together. Because that's I why mean, that's it does real. Sometimes we just don't pay. <laughs> yeah. That's why we we don't pay attention to detail Hell like no. that. Like we just be looking at is this shit done or is it yeah. not done? Like yeah. we don't got time to be making sure you know every T is crossed and every I is dotted. Like you know what I'm saying? And yeah. That's what I'm saying. And like I said, even from uh, uh, like the business standpoint, like I don't. We would like ninety percent of our um, supporters is women. Yeah. Like it's just women. And you just got to understand the power behind that. Like my homeboy, Mark, he's yeah. a shooting coach for, um, one of the NBA players for Malik Beasley. And he's a white guy. And we were talking and one day he was like, look, man, I'm going to be honest with you. Whenever I need direction to whether it's political relationships or what kind of trends are going on, you know, I listen to black women. And that shit just was like, like hit me like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Like that a white guy would actually say that because he understands the power that they have. In but in slavery times, who ran the household though? They ran the household back in the slavery yeah. days. 
So and think about your and think about your mentality to have to know that yeah. the man that you're serving in the house is the mm-hmm. man that yep. suppresses your man out in the field, but you're able to respect and yep. run his business, come home and mm-hmm. still run yep. the family house, bro. You you t- I you tell me somebody else is doing that that can do that. No. Yeah, I ain't I never heard of it. backbone of this society, Shit. man. Black women are the backbone of this of American society. And you, backbone bro. of culture, everything. Everything. And they don't get enough credit for it. Like, but they don't, I don't even think they, they, get enough they don't even for ask it. for it though, bro. But you know the dangerous part about it, the crazy part about it is that's the thing. I forgot who it was, but mm-hmm. when when they start loving themselves, it almost offends so many people. And it's like, yeah. why, why do we, why are we offending people for loving themselves? Exactly. Because yeah. they haven't gotten any. Not to be funny, they ain't just not got it nope. from the world. They haven't gotten it from black men. Got it the from way, us. Boy. Yeah. So who else is going to respect we them don't, if we, we don't, don't respect them? them like we, should. we definitely don't, bro. Right. And we definitely should be doing nope. better at that. Man, but yeah. it's this thing going around Twitter where a lot of women are saying, like, uh, men spend so much time trying to impress other men. They like, do? They've been, it's been this big conversation going on, like, Men don't spend time trying to really impress women. Like they trying to impress their friends, yep. impress the men around them. So if I got a beautiful woman, is this for me or is this to show my guys? Like y'all see that what I'm doing out here exactly. right now. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. So that's that's where the disconnect is coming from. Like hey, you know, like we, we got to start figuring. Men got to figure out. Like, hey, am I doing this for for, for my guys or am I doing this to you know empower women or? For, for women, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, but it's just in this conversation that I had been noticing the last month or so about that. Yeah. No, yeah, man. Like, <clears throat> Go ahead, Nash. Yeah, I was just going to say, man, like, I, for a moment, I thought there was a war on men. I spoke about this on Twitter and the show that I did last week, but I was in Toronto last week for Carabana and I'm just, on the surface of it, I'm just watching how guys are just treating women, how they acting towards them. You know, they're trying to get their attention yeah. in the club, and a woman, she don't she don't want to be, you know, she's not trying to be fucked with right now. She's yeah. chilling with her friends, they're drinking, right. they're dancing, they're having a good time, leave her alone. But what I saw a bunch of guys is throwing drinks and spilling mm-hmm. drinks on women, grabbing their arms. <laughs> like, what yeah. you mean you don't want my attention? Like, Mag. I've never, seen, I've never seen that shit before. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like, I, I, yeah. I understand now. I, I truly understand women's rights now, because at first, I didn't understand it because I hang with my guys are solid, yeah. so that's the only thing I have right. to go off of. So when I'm on the boat and I don't, and I don't really go to the club, so I'm just like I'm unaware. Yeah, but I'm seeing right. how these guys are just disrespecting women and just treating them with, you know, not a care in the world, just treating them like an object. Like they don't really give a fuck, and it's like damn, like yeah, yeah I understand now. Like it's a, it's a lot of fucked up men on here that's not really who they who they say who they are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what like, Artesia said. She said she. She said she dealt with a lot of that because I know when she said she was there with her homegirl, she was like, uh, one guy was pushing up on her and she was like, I know me and you are not together. She was like, but I'm so used to you being there when I'm out to where if somebody does that, you speak or not to be funny, they don't really, you know, they don't really even try anything. But she was like, I've never had men push up on me, grab on me, like pull me in when I'm telling right. them no. She was like, they were too aggressive right. for me. Out right. there. And I was like, oh, damn. That's that's just some creepy behavior. And, that, and that's where and that's where you it starts as creepy behavior and then it escalates to like rape and shit like that. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, you got to relax. You got to understand that if she don't want you, that's fine. You can have a good time. So yeah. fellas go home, go to sleep, wake back up and understand TK Kirkland say all the time. There's a group of college women graduating every June. Yeah. You got to 
It's sad, man. We gotta do yeah, better. Man, I don't want to say we. They gotta do better because I don't. They like gotta to do better. Certain shit. But I also. But, but, but then what that does is that my bad. Man, I know no, you did. Around, but what that does is that makes that makes the the, the pickings even that much more slimmer. You get what I'm saying? Oh man, most so definitely. Now, so 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 now that puts us under even more pressure. You know, when you got all of these different people, women coming your way, and it's yeah. just like, because at the end of the day, it's a numbers game. It is man. definitely a numbers game. It's a numbers game. game. But you know, the crazy and, part about you know, it, too, like, is. It, it's so many ain't shit yeah. niggas that when they come across a real nigga, you are automatically an yep. ain't shit nigga because of the, the, the narrative that's been pitched out about men. Did so. you sure though? I no. don't think I I don't think I necessarily agree with that from well, at least the conversations regional. that I've had. Well, you know, it'd be yeah. regional too. I, okay. It's just like in the South or yeah, in Texas yeah, yeah. or in the Dallas area, I feel like most women ain't really fucking right, like right. that. And I talk to women in New York and they be like, oh no, you... Oh yeah, we get now. So it's like it's it's regional, man. It's definitely regional. Right. I got you. I got you. I got you. We are in like three different regions yeah. on this song right now. Yeah. Midwest, South, and the East. So. And see y'all and y'all are the yeah, blackest man. cities, Chicago and DC. Black women hey, I heard on black women I heard on be yeah, uh, man, it's a little different, bro. Yeah. It's tough out there for you. I mean, it ain't. It's just <laughs> uh, you. You have black women. You have okay. So if we had to do a top three, what city is the blackest? It'll probably uh-huh. be D.C. first, as far as people who are black and like actually accepting yeah. their blackness. Here, it's like a lot of people are black, okay. but it ain't no code switching, my nigga. Like that's who they fucking are. You know, for uh-huh. us, we can code switch. We come in and be like, "Hey, okay. how you doing today, Bill? I'm doing all right." And then you get out in the street, be like, "What's yeah. good, my G?" Yeah, yeah. Like shit, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, lot of black yeah, people yeah. out here. They ain't code switching, my nigga. It's just like that's who the fuck they are, and it's dangerous. You, said, you know what? You may, you may have to. You may got to migrate down Houston, man. Yeah, I know, bro. That's what I've been thinking about, that's, man. That's, that's the that's the city for for young black people that's thriving and shaking shit up. Houston and the women dangerous, are just that's why, that's why I'm about to say Houston is dangerous, though. You're going to be falling out in all kinds of places, oh bro. Oh, my God. Yeah, Houston is dangerous, bro. <laughs> Houston, is, like when I went to Houston, when I went up to Houston this last time earlier this year, bro, like we was doing some shit with Slim Thug and them, and like being out there, bro, like the women that came up into his little event, nigga, bro, bro. And I the women, they just so friendly. Yes, I don't understand. I say this all the time, man. Shout out to my gay people. I, you know, respect. But I'd be like, I don't see how niggas <laughs> prefer sucking dick and getting hit in the ass than all of these. God blessed women that he done left down there for us. Yeah, but, man. But, but keep bro. on. Our numbers are running from 20 to 1 to 40 to 1 to 100 to 1. At some point, you're hey, not going to need to get married, bro. It's definitely tough. You can't that's leave all this pussy on the board. That's tough, man. So let me do a real quick. What, what, y'all, what are y'all expecting for y'all, from, for y'all events coming up this weekend? Man, for me personally. Like as far, just far from an interaction standpoint. Yeah. Interaction standpoint, I just hope everybody, I hope the people in the crowd are willing, I hope they ask questions and I hope they're engaged because the thing about it is we're going to do the panel, but we also want people to ask us questions while we're there to where we can actually have real conversation. Not, not just me and Naj talking and the other panelists talking, but if you're a woman and you're in the crowd, you know, you want to ask a question from a professional man, because I think every guy that's on this panel, they're college educated, 
Not yeah. only are they college educated, they have right. something personal going on as an entrepreneur and their own legacy that they're leaving behind. So I feel like if you're going to ask a man right. a question and you want to get a real question from real men, you could get that. Ain't no fuck niggas. Ain't no drug mm-hmm. dealers on the, you know, ain't nobody who doesn't respect women on that panel, bro. Yeah, that's lit right there, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm just hoping for like an open and honest dialogue, man. I know that's what it's going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. you're getting like Anthony mentioned in the beginning. It's just like you're getting mm-hmm. open dialogue from many different age groups. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm the youngest, but then you got Anthony, you got Frank, you know what I'm saying? You got TC, you got, you got all different guys from like different backgrounds, different age groups speaking on their experiences with, with dating and relationships, man. So... I think it's going to be pretty dope, man. I think we all got something good to say. All right, most definitely. So before we get out of here, man, let them know, uh, Naj, let them know where they can find you at on social media. Man, y'all can find me at King Naj. That's on Twitter and IG. And uh, we got the Mind Over Matter podcast Twitter page at Mind Over Matter underscore. Make sure y'all follow. Make sure y'all subscribe to the podcast. And um, yeah, man, just keep sharing me with love, man. Most definitely. And where can they find you at on social, Jason? Hey, y'all can find me at uh, I am Jason Gray on Twitter um, and on Instagram. Hello Zumble, that's my business page. I don't do the uh, personal um, Instagram pages because I'm a heartthrob and I don't even need all the messages. <laughs> but yeah, put me on Twitter, man. <laughs> uh, all right, man. I appreciate you guys for calling in, man. We definitely gonna link up Friday when y'all touch down. So uh, be blessed, man, and thanks right. for calling in, bro. All right, man. man, y'all man take care, y'all. man. All right, man. Same to y'all. Peace yep, On News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's The Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.